know, we set up a load of shit last week that we said we were going to do. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, we haven't done most of it. No, we did watch Duty Free, though. And we you... watched Duty Free. Yeah, crap, mate. Awful. Crap. Do you know what bugged me? Straight away, and I don't know if he stood back in the day, but he's arrived on holiday in a suit. No, he did, he did, didn't he? Yeah. For any football fans out there, remember the suit that David Pleat ran onto the pitch yeah. wearing, adjusting his tie when yeah. they when they won at City in about eighty three or eighty four, something it, like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it basically basically Keith Barron had borrowed David Pleat's suit for the first episode of Duty Free, <laughs> which I think is an interesting choice to start with. <laughs> yeah. You can notice what the first episode of Duty Free was called as well. Oh, uh, go on. Viva España. Oh yes, of course. For fuck's Fucking sake. imagination, people. Yeah, yeah. Viva España. Here we are. It was just so. I don't know what I was expecting. No. I mean, I was expecting a fair degree of racial stereotyping. Which, which did come. Daygoals and Krauts was mentioned. Those two not terms. just once. No, no, no. I mean, there was one character there who was the wife of uh, the, uh, the the woman who sexualised... Husband of... The, the, sorry, of, the husband, of, of, husband yeah. of Linda. They weren't that forward thinking. No, 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 no. No overt lesbianism in the 80s. But, but uh, how full... Of, she was very sexual, wasn't she? Was Huge. Well, she was completely sexual. Linda, yeah, yeah, From yeah. word go, there was no subtlety about sort of bringing up the character you know she was straight in like I'll have your cock Baron yeah wasn't she she might as that was the subtext yeah yeah uh, and then the, her husband was basically the modern day Tommy Robinson going around yeah 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 and, and in, a, in a way made you feel like the son it's not moved on much yeah yeah maybe I didn't, I didn't look at it quite as philosophically as that but it was very theatrical the acting wasn't it hugely reminded yeah. me of myself yeah <laughs> Why did you choose this way? <laughs> yeah, ludicrous sets. Yeah, awful, yeah. Awful. I'll tell you what I did find about Keith Barron. He's from my neck of the woods. Yeah, Yorkshire lad, wasn't he? Mexbra. Mexbra, yeah. Which is in between Barnsley and Doncaster. I grew up in Barnsley. Yeah, yeah, but, Yorkshire uh, lad. I thought, I thought Mexbra was North Yorkshire. No, that, no. What am I thinking of? Harrogate. Yeah, which sounds very similar. Because that's the only place in North Yorkshire, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I always right. get my Harrogates and my Mexbras mixed up. Are you thinking of Nairsbra? Nairsbra, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> Always say that when I say Nesbra. <laughs> actually, Dennis Priestley. Dennis Priestley. I like Priestley, me. I really liked him. He Do wasn't the Hurricane Higgins of darts. But no, no, he's a Yorkshireman, wasn't he? He, he was, was a, a Dewar Yorkshireman. He was. Did you say Dewar? Dewar, yeah, well, da- I took Dower to a new level. Dower Yorkshireman. Dower? Dower yeah. Yorkshireman. He's a Dewar Yorkshireman. But that's not how Yorkshire no, people No, I don't would think say- it is. Dower. Again, again, we're getting an insight into Marv's acting ability here. His, his accent work. Well, yeah, doer. A doer Scotsman. A doer, ah. And I, and I did do a Scotsman the other day. <laughs> <laughs> On an intercity. <laughs> you could sort it. An intercity. Intercity. There you he's go. Into, That's a joke from the 70s. Intercity. You know, we talked about Sky Bingo. Yeah. Well, I didn't really commit to it, but I did do a random number generator and it came out as 257. 257, ladies and gentlemen. Which you can cross-check this, nobody will. No. Uh, It's Sony Crime Plus One. Didn't even know that was a channel. No, no, no. Or why Sony would get involved. Watched it literally for 20 minutes and decided this feature was probably not going to last. No, no, no. And it was one of those American programs with Robert Stack presenting about true life crime. I've got no idea who Robert St- he said it, He said it as if I should know. Yeah, I think he Robert was in Stan. The Untouchables. He's an old actor. He's one of these. He talks like this. Everything is punctuated. Yeah, right. but you must have seen those programs. Uh, a cop version of You've Been Framed. 
but the cops ah, are, are right. glorified into fucking heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Robert Stack will come on and go, Beaver Creek, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. shite. This clown thought he was escaping from the law. He's serving his circus in Minnesota Penitentiary. <laughs> Right, here's one for you. I have a thing where I hear, I've realised I hear certain words and then I comment on them or, or I'll sing a song about it. So, for instance, Divock Origi. Yeah. Plays for Liverpool. Yeah. And he's, he played the other night, didn't he? Yeah, he do, wasn't do very never, good when he came oh, in. he's not a good player. No, he's not very good. And so every time I hear his name, I yeah. just go, She's my baby, Divock Origi. <laughs> okay, Does yeah. your mind not work like that where you finish things Divock off? Origi. When someone, when you hear someone mention aloe vera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a cool one. Aloe, aloe vera. vera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, is that, that's a yeah. standard one. That's it? a standard. So, so that's not as rare as Divock Origi. She's my baby. Yemen pops up in the news a lot. Yeah, man. Like yeah, man. Sort of, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like a, like a sort of casually racist Bob Marley. Not even casually racist. Racist accent. Straight out. But then I go, I take it a bit further and I go into the theme tune to Rastamouse. <laughs> <laughs> They'll say like, um, of recent atrocities committed in Yemen. And I, I'll be in the car and I'll go, yeah, man. No, 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 no. Rastamouse on feet. I don't That's know the it. words. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, when our easy uh, crew, uh, I fight. Crime fighting Give it up, give it up, give it up for the easy crew. Na 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 racist yeah, yeah. voice. Yeah. Racist voice coming through to you. <laughs> yeah, so lovely. I'll do that, that's what I'll do. Do you know the uh, character Paul Danan? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh when Love Island guy. That, yeah, that's right. But he's famous for something was he Hollyoaks before that or something like that? Well, he's actually famous for being booked in pantomime. In, in Preston. Preston. <laughs> yeah. This is a good story actually. <laughs> but but very quick I do the uh, you know you hear that the yog is it a yogurt that goes Ooh Denan. Yeah yeah yeah. I always, oh. Paul Denan <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Paul Denon. Paul Denon. Paul Cokeface. <laughs> was he coked up? He was coked up. Better be careful here for legal reasons. Yeah, we, allegedly. We allegedly. don't know this. Like, we, don't no know, we don't know anything. If you listen to any of our other episodes, <laughs> we are not the authority on anything. I, I'm an authority on bumming a Scottish dungeon master. <laughs> but apart from that, nothing else. Avoiding arrest <laughs> in the afternoon on a fucking commuter train. Uh, so, so it was, a, it was, was it the light turning so on the lights? So he's been booked for Panto at Preston, yeah, at Preston, about so five, six years ago, something like that. Something like that. So in the in the wisdom, the organisers thought he'd, he'd be good for a light switch on. So lots of families, lots of wholesome families gather in Preston. Wholesome families in Preston. Carry on. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the listener will make their own yeah. conclusion. <laughs> Told you we know fuck all on this program. <laughs> he's clearly never been. But the point being, it's a mixed audience. They're all there. People are excited about Christmas and the panto. Paul Denan, opening gambit. Oi, oi, Preston! Make some fucking noise! <laughs> Cut his mic. Cut his mic. He's, he's off his chops. He's twitching. He's out of Vimto. What's, what's up with his guns? <laughs> it's too late. Gone. Sacked. Sacked, Sacked yeah. on the spot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I've said that with any element of surprise. Yeah, no. <laughs> but... He had to go, didn't he? <laughs> Sacked. Panto. <laughs> and I, I've, got, I've got two more. They're not as good. Go on. Oh, I'll be there in two hours. 
Me in my head, yeah. two hours. That's good. That's where I go to. Two hours. Two hours. So if yeah. someone says two hours, yeah. I just go to a little Mexican dog. Who are um, famous, by the way. Not famous. <laughs> well, they are famous. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows There's what... There's a few of them now. Fucking in deck chairs in the Caribbean going, yeah, I'm a fucking famous chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. There was a Gianluca chihuahua who played for Juventus in the 80s. <laughs> Taz has got a chihuahua. You know our mate Taz? Yeah. Yeah. And when you go around there, because they, they're like actually getting under things, sort of blankets or cushions or whatever. generic to the canine world, as I'm learning. Oh, is it? I think it so is. Does Frankie like doing Frankie that? Frankie loves getting into a crevice. Not, but, not an arse. <laughs> uh, Why did you choose this way, Frankie, you canine fucker? Ruff! 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 Aye. Choose that way. You hairy bastard. Yeah, no, he likes his nose on. Oh, <laughs> too much. He's got his nose on. He's got his nose on. Do it like Gary and Judy. Fuckers. Why are they fucking naked with an auto blow? In the corner, you're just there resting your head on Bob while it's all unfolding. <laughs> So you and Bob, the, it's the Scottish Dungeon Master getting walloped off Frankie. And Gary and Judy hulking the shit out of each other. Oh. T- now, that would have been a great episode of Duty Free. If you put chicken in front of famous Italian footballers, it sounds delicious. Chicken Cannavaro. Chicken Bialy. Chicken Ravenelli. Yeah. Pretty much anything works. Is there any sort of nationality where it's not as good? Scottish, I don't think it'd work with a Scottish. Chicken McAllister. No. Fuck that. Chicken McCoist. <laughs> a chicken McCoist would be sold late night. Y- yes. Middle, it's like the Scottish version of the Middlesbrough Parmel. Yeah. Chicken McCoist. Yeah, chicken McCoist. It's a dirty thing it's to have horrible. at 3am. The horrible. Scottish Dungeon Master. It's got E. coli written all oh, over it. He's, had, he's had a fucking chicken McCoist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll tell you about... I've already talked on the air about the Scott at the time in Edinburgh where I was looking for a burger. So uh, it's the end, we're on first night of a stag do. It's about three or four in the morning. We're staggering through Edinburgh. And you're thinking, this is late 90s. And you're thinking, that there must be a kebab shop open somewhere of some kind. It might not even been three or four. It might have been two, somewhere like that. Anyway, all I can think about is a, is a burger and chips. Mm. Burger. There's a place in Preston called Refreshment Village where we used to go all the time. Cheeseburger and chips. And that was all I wanted. I wanted the Preston... Refreshment Village. Refreshment Village, yeah, yeah. As if it's a place where they do... It's like, a, oh, come and get your juice. Come and get yeah. your fresh fruits. But in Preston, <laughs> cheeseburger. Yeah, Listeria Central. Yeah. So that's all I wanted. A nice burger and chips. I might imagine lettuce... Uh, tomato yeah. it's got a good it's, it's going to be nice yeah, nice cheese slice we finally find somewhere quite near the hotel we're staying in I'm like brilliant walk in there and I said uh, burger and chips please because that's what you have to do when you walk into a place <laughs> you, 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 have to, you have to tell them what you want <laughs> it's not like Divokarigi where I assume that everyone knows what I'm on about <laughs> so, I, so I've used words come on I've used words to tell them what I want so anyway it comes to it she goes um, burger and chips and because she's Scottish <laughs> Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and goes up to the counter, and there's a beige round thing there I can see, and there's some chips, but the beige round thing is just beige and round. There's no bun, there's no salad, it's burger and chips. So it's just it's just the it's just the burger, the done, reformed patty done in batter. What done in batter? Sick bastard. 
And I said to her, oh no, I asked for a burger and chips. And she looked at me, she went, there's your burger, there's your chips. Now fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Service with a smile in Edinburgh. Did you ever do that thing as a kid where one of you, when say you're 17, 18, one of you's passed the test and you get in the car and you're driving around there might be, and you just start pumping at randoms. Yeah. And you all commit to the wave. Yeah. And the person you're pumping at, even though they don't recognise anyone, they still commit to the wave with you. I, th- I've, I still do it. I still I, do it. Thank you for saying I've that. I've even, t- I've touched his arm. Yeah. Because we both still We've do it. We've bonded on it. We, I don't do it a lot. I do it with the kids in the car. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's always funny. Darcy loves it. Harvey hates it. It makes him want to die. Because he's health and safety, Harvey. Okay. Health and safety, Harvey, is what he'll be called when he's older. (laughs) He might not marry. (laughs) But he will be able to make sure that you won't die in a fire. (laughs) So I had a thing the other day where I was driving along and I had the urge to pump. Darcy was in the car, I thought I'd do the trick, mm. but the woman had burka on, full burka. Okay. And I went to pump at her, but I didn't, for lots of different reasons. But then I thought, has a woman in a burka ever have anyone ever pumped her? Because how would they know it's her? Oh, I see what you mean. So if I had a pumped yeah. and waved at her, mm. would that have been the first time ever that, that someone had pumped at her in the car? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting, isn't it? Very- and then I started to think about a game of called Pumping at Women in Burkas. I don't know if the BBC will run with this idea. There's a few bumps in the roll with that idea, isn't <laughs> Possibly. <there>? Possibly. <laughs> but it's a, it's a very, very valid point. Yeah, as a woman in a burka... Because she would not be expected to be peeped at. Not peeped? Well, well... <laughs> this has suddenly got a bit voyeuristic. I wasn't peeping at her, mate. But you're saying pump. Pumping at it. It's got pumping. But that's peeping. That's not peeping, mate. Peeping. Peeping. He's getting in the wardrobe while your missus is at it with someone else. Well, that's a different kind of peeping. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Gary and Judy that's movie. A, it's... No, it's pumping, mate. I mean... I don't call it pumping. All right, raising I your mean, levels I of volume. To, I... <laughs> he got angry with his volume, then. <laughs> oh, he's taking his belt off. He's going to hit me. <laughs> I raised an eyebrow Yeah. when you said pumping. I thought, what's the fucking... What's pumping Pumping. Beeping. Yeah, no, I know what it means. I've never heard anyone say pump. I've, I've pump. never, I've never heard anyone say, "Oh, and I peeped at her." I peeped I, the horn. I, when I get outside your house, I'll peep. I'll peep you. I'll peep the horn. Or maybe it's pip. Pip the horn. Pip the horn. No, it's pip not. the horn sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> pip the horn. Wing in from parts unknown. <laughs> it's pip the horn. No, but she might have had racist pumping at her. And shouting abuse. So if I had a pumped her, what could mean? I have triggered her? Because yeah. the only time she's ever had anyone pump at her yeah. would be someone in a negative, in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, I you, went through a lot of things in my head in that one moment. You, if you had a pump, I'll use reluctantly use the word pump. If you've pumped at her, yeah, and then waved, is she then going to think that's some kind of subterfuge, and that actually you're still going to be negative? But or is that going to evoke what's a subterfuge? It means presenting something, but to deliver something else. So is, right, she gonna, okay. is she going to feel that you are um, being positive, but actually your true intention is to... Is to take the piss off. Is that or, the way she's yeah. now developed? Yeah, or this, 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 this knobhead pumped at me. How, would, how does he even know me? So there was, there was layers to it. At first, I thought, very I thought that, that would be funny, mm. because how could I know who she is? Because she's got a burka on. Removing all the elements of 
why I'm doing it. It's just that I can't see a face, so no. I'm pumping at it to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I went, I thought I'll do it because that's in the car. And the next person that came along was a woman in a burqa. Yeah. And I thought, she's not a candidate to be pumped no. at. And then all these things started going through my head. what does that mean? Yeah, does that Yeah, if mean... I had a pumped, yeah. would she have thought, oh, that's lovely. Someone recognised yeah. me for the first... For years, I've been walking around this corner wanting to be pumped, pumped up at. by some juvenile ginger man who... In a shit up. Peugeot. He's clearly not married. That's right. He probably <laughs> sleeps with 17-year-old Glaswegian. <laughs> 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 and takes a piss out of a hole. Yeah. That, that would have lightened her day. Yeah. Maybe she's been waiting for that moment to happen. Or would I have triggered her because the only other time she's ever been pumped at by a white person has been in a negative way. It's content. been in a negative way. Yeah, of course. So it, this is philosophical corner. Philosophical corner. It sounds like a Nikki Campbell programme, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. With a little caption at the bottom. Yeah. Partridge presenting it, maybe. Yeah. 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 Pumping at women in burkas. Yeah. The, the pros and cons of it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Partridge would lap it up. Yeah, Partridge and Campbell would lap up that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, even Jeremy. Kyle, not Vine. Oh, I thought oh, I, was, I was going Corbin. Three Jeremys, three prominent Jeremys. Uh, Paxman. Oh, four. Clarkson. Five. Classify the Jeremys. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Who's your best Jeremy? Well, it used to be Corbin. Right? Welcome to Rate Your Jeremy's. <laughs> <laughs> Touch my Jeremy. No, listen, as you know. Ron Jeremy! Uh, does he qualify? Because he's surname, a surname. Yeah. I don't think so. But I like the way you smacked your fist theatrically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. by the name of a prolific porn Ron star. Jeremy! Who are we going to get in to shoot this fucking movie? Ron fucking Jeremy! <laughs> I'm going to sit down again now. But absolutely, yeah. At least we continue on the sexualising <laughs> a podcast theme. What are we doing? Classifying Jeremy's. Classifying Jeremy's. My top Jeremy used to be Corbyn. Without wanting to politicise it too much, I'm happy he's found a stance. Well done, Labour. But he's gone down a pecking order a little bit. Yeah, without getting too serious. Last week, and I think this might hold some water, he might have a stance that we both agree with, but sometimes he doesn't come across as particularly flexible or particularly robust. And someone made the point, I can't remember if it was a tweet or something on the radio, maybe he's just not that bright. How, how can he have such a strong point but not be able to convince dances around issues? Yeah, but that's a different quality. I don't think it's to do with, with being bright. Or Why intellect. can't he get his message across? Because I don't think he's built like that. But so, again, does that not come down to him not being bright enough to get round No, that? I don't think those two things are intrinsically linked. I think that right. some people are built as, I mean, it's a bit crass to say leaders, and some people, and he's not. I'm not saying he's a follower or a leader, and it's too simplistic that model, yeah. isn't it? But I just don't think he's a natural leader of uh, of people. So you don't think he's a natural leader of people? If if not people, what would he be a natural leader of? <laughs> Yogurt. Yogurt. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> Ooh, Corbin. <laughs> a carton of Corbin. He should be got his own yogurt, shouldn't he? <laughs> Now that's his future. Yeah. If I, I might get, I might email him. He's Corbin, a, <laughs> a, mullet, mullet a few fruit. thoughts that have emerged after we tried to classify some Jeremys in a segment we do on a podcast that very few people listen to. We yeah. have found your true place in life. Yeah, you should own a yogurt corporation. Because we've, we've realised you're not really a natural leader of people. If you could be a natural leader of natural yoghurt. <laughs> you, yeah. you brand Jeremy's yoghurt, sir. Yeah, the fruit corners. Fruit <laughs> Corbin. 
But it's always like the salt and linica. For those that think that he taught rhubarb, uh, rhubarb custard. You, yeah. Rhubarb yogurt. Rhubarb yogurt. But you could go into custard, Corbin's custard. <laughs> it's got a sort of alliteration about it. So that's Corbin covered. Yeah. In custard. <laughs> what What are the... So you, you, he's, he's probably our favourite, Jeremy. Jeremy Vine was funny on Come Dancing. What's not Come Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 1986 with me, Dave Racist. <laughs> I like Jeremy Vine. He was great on Strictly. Do you know there's three Vine brothers, though? Yes. Tim Vine. Yeah. Jeremy Vine. But who's the other fucker? Imagine if he's just a postman or something. Not David Vine, the snooker guy. No, not Jesus. <laughs> no, he's... Je- was he Jesus? Jeff oh, no, David I'm Vine. thinking of David Icke. David Icke. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, we're moving on to David <laughs> as soon as we finish with the Jeremy. Yeah. Next week is Rape Your Favourite David. Not Rape Your Favourite David. <laughs> Channel 312 on Sky. <laughs> Robert Stack presenting. Look at this clown. He was raping David Cameron. <laughs> After Cameron raped Britain. Oh, see, it's political as well. We can do bright, highbrow political stuff as well. When are we going to do that? I've got no idea. So Vine's in second. So, so hang on, Tim Vine... Jeremy Vine and the third Vine is... But I don't think the third Vine is famous or notable. Oh, well, well, I know him then. <laughs> that was the point. All right. I wasn't asking you to oh, know him. I thought it was like a quiz question. No. <laughs> That's like the quiz question being, no, no, what no. did I buy in Asda the other day? <laughs> All right. Oh, I didn't know there's three of them. The point <clears> is, oh, imagine at Christmas, this is the dad who's clearly a parson. Well, yeah. What have you? What have, have you had a successful year, Jeremy? You're presenting, presenting. Yeah, I've, I've, radio two. Yeah, I'm yes. presenting radio two. Oh, I had, yeah. I had, my popularity was ever rising on the yes. back of Strictly. Excellent. Come and stand by your father by the fire. Okay, Dad. Um, Timothy. Oh, I've got a joke for you. Is it a one-liner or is it an anecdote? Because I can't remember what you're famous for. Oh, well, I thought I'd change it up. No, it's a one-liner. Okay, it's a one-liner. Yes. It's pun-related. You've heard them all. Timothy, come and stand by your father by the fire. Okay, thank you, Uh, Father. So, um... Roger. Hiya, Dad. Well, you've not been in the news here. We haven't heard from you for a while. No, Dad. What what have you been doing, Roger? Um... I've, I've just been doing quite a lot of voluntary work, really, Dad. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Well, it, it was in it was in a prison. A prison. Yeah, I ended up going in prison for a bit, Dad. Where do you think you're going? Don't stand next to Timothy and Jeremy. Go into the cupboard under the stairs. Okay, Dad. Walk down to the bottom of the basement where you'll find your gimp mask. Not now, Dad. No. Chain your hands. Bind your ankles. Okay, Dad. <coughs> Is that far enough, Dad? 75 degree ankle. Ready, Dad. 
only joking? <laughs> you know, every Christmas this happens. Every time. Tim's uh, idea. Uh, Tim's idea. Good old Timothy. Garrett. Oh. Just do one-liners. Oh. He does practical, sadistic oh. gags. Why he's the modern-day beetle. And now we see the reason why the younger of the Vineville has never achieved anything. Always on the wrong end of those horrific, dungeon-based, sexual, practical jokes. <laughs> So, Kyle. Oh, Jeremy Kyle, yeah. He's prominent. Do you watch it sometimes? Yeah, well, mate, little stuff. So, when I've worked as an actor in the past, did a, a really high-profile show called DNN. Definitely not news round. Kids show. It's good. Marvin was very good in it. Yeah. It, Look ba- it up. BAFTA nominated twice. Yeah. I played Phil Time. And he was um, always snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Anyway, so it was like the day-to-day for kids. Yeah. It was good show. Mate, good show. it was. Uh, there's no... Some good people on it. Carrie Ad Lloyd was in the first series. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gemma Arrowsmith, who works a lot with Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Some really good people involved. Anyway, anyway it was very well-performed comedy as well. Very well Thank you very much. Comedy. Thank you very, very much, very, Tom. Very Thank, you. Very Thank you very much. BBC, BBC, BBC. Our changing rooms, our dressing rooms, were next to the Jeremy Kyle people. We used to dress up in all sorts of ridiculous fucking garb. Well, so do they. Yes, yes. One day, I I think I was dressed as a courgette. Why have you chosen this path? Um, So, I found myself in a lift one day with Rachel Riley from Countdown. I was dressed as Phil Time, who, who was basically just, oh, he was a prick to look at. Not the first situation you want to encounter Rachel no, Riley. No, Rachel Riley. And she, she smelt nice, mate. Yeah, if I'm and I don't mean that I sniffed it, but she just had an aura about her. I got on her like you got on Bob. Resting on, resting resting on, on Riley. Rest on Riley. <laughs> Welcome to Rest on Riley with me, the youngest vine. <laughs> and, um, and also t- two people that are going to be on Jeremy Kyle. Oh, oh what, what, what a lift. What a mix. I don't know, isn't it? Right. So there's Jeremy Kyle, Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson's a bit of an arse. I liked him at first, but I think I soon got over him. Mm. No, I'm quite fairly ambivalent to Clarkson. People get very annoyed by him, don't they? Yeah. Don't they? But, but not me. No. And that's no, my anecdote. No, 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 no. Heavy smoker, by the way, Clarkson. Don't, don't smoke, kids. Never smoke a kid. Never smoke a kid. Because I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, what... You're listening, naturists. Yeah, we're at your fucking sandcastle event this weekend. Oh, bring the kids, <laughs> yes. you sickos. What's that slogan I've told you about? So if you go to the British Naturist website, which is www.bn.org.uk, British Naturism, and their slogan is, in quotes, nothing's better. <laughs> nothing's better than being naked around other people. Yeah, nothing's better. Nothing's better. I can do 10 things off the top of my head yeah. straight away. Yeah. Straight off the bat. Yeah, auto blow. A roast. Yeah. <laughs> Food, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say you've got AstroTurf out there in your yeah. garden. Better. Better. Better than nudity. Better than nudity. Netflix, better than nudity. <laughs> yeah. Sitting down, yeah. better than nudity. <laughs> Clothing. Better than nudity. <laughs> so when they say nothing's better, liars, naked liars. And do you know what occurred to me about naturists? I read something about the discomfort of clothing. And I'm thinking, but that's not a thing. Look how uncomfortable I am in this hoodie. Yeah. So I need to take it off. That You're just inventing things there. Clothing 
isn't an affliction. Imagine if you said that sentence to someone with MS. That's an affliction. Why have you chosen MS? Uh, it was easy to say. All right, okay. Then what? Uh, arthritis, <laughs> which I always struggle over. But you said MS, and you made me think about the clothing range at m and If I'd have only been bright enough to make that link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying you weren't bright enough, mate. I'm not saying you weren't... Don't get down on yourself. I am. It was warm this week, wasn't it? Very warm. Yesterday... I was doing this uh, self-tape, This self- where sometimes you have to do an audition at home. It's basically where they can't be asked getting you in to do an audition for them. You do it using the power of your mobile phone at home. Anyway, I'm halfway through doing a take of some very poor acting, and I hear, a, I hear just hear this sound, almost like, a, like, like, like the sound of an auto blow, almost. I look to my right, and there's a small bird, like, near the window. It's not a bird, it's a bee. What? Massive, a massive bee. Fucking massive. And, and, he's, and he's come out already. I'm presuming it's a bloke. He's come out already in February when, while it's hot. And he's come out too early, hasn't he? And the bees pollinate the flowers. Yeah. And the flowers help us breathe. Just goes back to climate change, doesn't it? goes back to climate change, which we are experts on, obviously. Well, we, know, we know loads about it. <clears throat> we know loads about it. Nicola, we're in the car later on. I was just touching upon that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. But I said to Nicola about, oh, maybe it's been confused because obviously they go off the clock, don't they? Yeah. Suddenly it's, suddenly it's got a bit warm. Yeah. I better wake up and get out and about and do shit. Yes. And Nicola went, yeah, but are they that naive? <laughs> I went, what? Do, do bees have a, have a naivety scale? Yeah. She went, well, could they not have like woken up? And then this is what she said. And then weighed it up. <laughs> Like, like you know what you think when you're trying to work out if you need a coat? You put yeah. your hand out to see how cold it is and see if it's raining. So he's gone out the back door, this bee. Yeah, so the bee, first of all, the bee's been woke up and gone, fucking hell, it's early. You know what I mean? It's like, so the bee's knackered and he gets outside and he, it's not as warm as I thought it was yesterday. And he goes, have I been really naive? I should have weighed it up. And I said to Nick, I said, I don't think they've got that ability to like rationalise things out, really. No. And she went, yeah, but they've got an instinct, haven't they? I went, yeah, well, that goes back to what we're talking about. Their instinct has followed the weather. (laughs) But now you're asking for a second level of instinct, (laughs) which is basically rationale and reasoning. I love that, though. Could he have weighed it up? Yeah. Called his mate or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur, (laughs) are you still in bed? I'm up and about. (laughs) Oh, you're, oh, you're, oh, you've stayed in bed, have you? Ah, oh. oh, right. Oh, you've got a calendar. Ah, <laughs> oh, you've weighed it up. <laughs> oh, just got an email through. Breaking news, right? No. Don't say the don't say the name of the. No, dog no, 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 no. Marvin has just had an email from his agent. Because I've got an agent. Yeah. We don't, we don't just pretend we're acting. No. We don't really do it, yeah, don't right. we? It's a tender cyst situation with me. Tender uh, cyst. Tender cyst. Tender cyst. Tender cyst. Medical chain of adverts. Cyst. <laughs> GP, every time your GP gives the diagnosis, he has to say it in the style of the Dannon adverts. Mm. Hemorrhoids. Mm. AIDS. With a one-syllable diagnosis as well. So before before we start talking about that, 
Breaking news, whilst we're recording episode 7, part A, B, possibly C, we've gone on that long. Marvin's had an email saying he's been pencilled in for the audition he went for the other day. Amazing news, mate. Brilliant. Brilliant And I actually sent him a text, and I won't say what it's for, saying, I can see you as that. Yes. Yeah, and the more I was reading, before I got the news off the Scottish Dungeon Master, when I was feeling more positive about the advert, I was thinking, I think I might get this. Or I'm feeling like this is up my street. Yeah. A a bloke dressed up as a woman with a stubble for a dog food advert (laughs) is me. (laughs) That's where we're at with the career. Yeah. I just thought, I just thought, that's me. Mm, dog food. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. Yeah, I just thought, that's me. I just thought, I'm all over this. This is me. This is me. There's no better way to celebrate getting a recall audition. There's only one way to finish. Annabelle Nice, everybody. From lovehoney.co.uk. Mm, auto blow. And welcome to Love Honey TV. I'm Annabelle Knight, and right now we're taking a look at the Auto Blow 2 Blowjob Masturbator for Men. It takes all of the stress and hassle out of masturbation. 